This is a 98FM podcast. I'm asking, are people being pushed to drive without insurance or do you think they're choosing to do so and putting lives at risk? On last night's show, um, we were speaking about the fact of a survey carried out by AA that has come up with statistics that 7% of us are driving with uh, without insurance, which kind of, you know, if you're driving into work, you'll probably pass, in rush hour, you'll pass at least 100 cars. So seven of those people that you meet in traffic are uninsured and, and, and choosing not to insure their car. We were talking about, you know, the fact that petrol prices are so high, that road tax is so high, and with levies, some people are finding it just impossible to pay their car insurance. Now, last night, you know, I didn't think anybody would, but I spoke to this man who told me that he's been pushed so far with tax and levies that he has no alternative but to drive to work without car insurance. Here's Jason. Currently, at the moment, I have no insurance since March of this year. And uh, are you nervous getting behind the wheel? Uh, at first, I was nervous. Uh, I was quite nervous, but at the moment, I'm not. Uh, like it is, it's a conscious decision every time I go out to drive. That, like you know, I've no insurance, so I'm not acting the maggot. I'm not one of those lads that are driving around on purpose with no insurance. I used to, uh, like obviously before the recession hit and, and things got bad. Like I did, I, I had a job. Yeah. Uh, but times it hard, and I was uh, unemployed. But mm. at the moment, um, I'm kind of I'm doing a, a bit of trade work. Right. Uh, my car is my means at the moment. Like, if, if I don't, if I can't get out and go to work, I'm screwed. If I don't get in my car uninsured and go and, and earn my living, I'm fucked. Like, I've nothing. I'm working pay debt. So there you go. He said if he can't get out, if he can't get out and drive his van to work, that he's screwed, basically. He said he's in debt, he's doing a bit of trade work, but he cannot afford to pay the €1,000 insurance a year because he's in that much debt. So do you think people are being pushed to drive without insurance or is it a is it a conscious is it a conscious decision to put ride, lives including your own at risk if you want to get in on this we're talking about people driving without car insurance 1850 uh, give me a call on that or you can text me on 53981 Derek you're welcome to the show how are you yeah I, I can I can understand uh, where you're coming from but the first thing is nobody should be allowed to drive without insurance no excuses you have to have car insurance well, you do, but people are choosing not to. Yeah. Yeah, but see, the problem is, is that's okay. You could be driving through insurance for 20 years and have an accident and somebody could be seriously injured and therefore they might have a problem getting even their medical bills paid or their expenses paid. That's where the problem will arise. But the one solution to the problem would be to have a levy on, on petrol and diesel and just have a basic insurance. Like, you know, you pay your road tax. Everyone pays, say, €100 Euro a year. Uh, and that's kind of a basic insurance policy for third-party liability. And then after that, then, the more you drive, the more fuel you use. Your insurance policy is paid by that. And it's one big fund funded by maybe a government organisation or something, and they operate the fund. I know they do that in some countries. So, so basically, you pay your insurance by buying petrol, by filling your car up with yeah, petrol. Yeah, that way, that way, the more you drive, the more you pay. If you try and say, if you had to say, do you reckon that if you had to say 20, 20 to 25 cents a litre on, and that would be the basic insurance policy for every, everyone who's driving would be covered under that then. It's, a, it's an interesting idea. I mean, petrol prices in Ireland are the highest in Europe. We have one of the highest road taxes in Europe. They're now asking us to pay 
for mending our own roads. Um, are we being or are people being forced to get into cars if they need to bring kids to school where it is too far to walk? Um, are they being forced? And I, and I mean, Jason came on of his own will. And if, if you could, if you are one of those who is driving without insurance, give me a call. 1850-22-98-98. But do, do you feel people are pinned to the wall, Derek, and they really are left with no choice? Well, I mean, uh, I, I think uh, that's, it's getting to that stage that people are in mortgage arrears, they have debts, and they're paying back. That chap said he's working to try and pay back his debts. But you see, it's it, really, if you think about it, there's no excuse really for not driving without insurance, but they'd have to look into some uh, solve some some way to make insurance more affordable. That's one of the things they'll have to do, especially now, a young person. Especially a, a person under under thirty now is screwed with, with insurance. Absolutely, and women now I know it was it was deemed to be unfair in the European courts, but women used to get cheaper insurance because women are seen as being uh, as being safer drivers. I don't know if, yeah. that, if that's the case anymore yeah, because well, you see I, a lot of girl I, racers, but I it's can, now levelled out, Derek. Yeah, I can tell you something funny about, about insurance. I have my wife on my insurance policy. Now, she has a provisional licence and she hasn't driven in about, say, five or six years. She okay. just kind of got lost on air and she doesn't want to drive. Right. But uh, last time I renewed my insurance, I said to them, the insurance broker, how much would it be if I say instead I just be tucked away from the policy thing and it might be a bit cheaper? You know, with a hundred euro dearer. Why? Because apparently, with with, with the husband and wife, it was on a special deal that I got done seven or eight years ago. A special deal had been bought, and I was on that one. And it meant that if I was to go, I'd have to have to rechange the whole insurance policy, take her off, and change the insurance policy. I would have walked out. I think it was a, a ninety-six euro extra. Yeah, it, it, it does seem mad. And instead of you know, when this 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 uh, ruling came in last year, and they've just yeah. brought it in that male drivers can't be charged more than female drivers. They didn't bring men's insurance down. They brought women's up in line. So, I mean, they're making it They're making it every way. But is there... You see, the, the, the problem is, Derek, uh, before I let you go, the problem is that if I am caught, if I drive, and I was looking up this today, unless somebody knows different, 53981, if I'm caught driving with no insurance, all that will happen to me is that they will, they will impound my car and they will keep my car until I pay for my insurance and however many back months. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah. But that, that, is, that is the only thing that will happen to me. Should there be steeper fines for people who aren't insured? Yeah, but the thing is, if a person can't, say for example, the uh, chap goes, the 25, 26-year-old goes, and he, he goes to insurance car and he wants a thousand euro, and say the officer have no insurance, and then he hasn't, the, the, the guards catch him, how is he going to pay a fine? If he can't pay the, the thousand euro insurance, how is he going to pay four or five thousand for a fine? Well, that's that's well. Jason was saying he can't afford his insurance, but I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows? You know whether he can or not. Derek, but, uh, stay with me because I want to bring somebody on about your idea. Just stay with me for a second, will you? Five three nine eight one. Thanks, Derek. Five three nine eight one is a text number. Are people being pushed like Jason, who spoke to us? Uh, I'll let you hear him again a little bit later on. He said it's a conscious decision not to buy car insurance. Uh, before the recession, he said he, he, he paid it, but he's unemployed. He now has a bit of trade work. And if he can't use his truck to get to work, he has no money, but he can't afford to pay his insurance. What do you think of that? Um, do you think that it is absolutely disgraceful? Or do you think people are being pushed to drive without insurance, like Jason? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Tony, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? 
Joe and Harry Geeman. Sorry, I mean I wasn't going to ring in on this, but that Derek fella, that that was that was a bit strange. Why? I am I'm I'm 35. Yeah. And my insurance for myself and my wife is just under 400 euro. Okay. Now, when I was 18, 19, yeah. my insurance was three grand. Yeah. Now I'm driving a hell of a lot more now than I did when I was 18 because I'm working. Mm. So, based on his system, I would pay a lot more now in insurance than I did when I was. When you were a new driver, so you, so you don't think it holds water. Derek, what would you say to, to, to Tony that that's where it falls down? Well, you see, that, that, the, whole, the whole point is, the, the more you drive, the, the, the more it should cause you. If you drive more mileage, you're under the road longer. Therefore, your chances of having an accident are greater than if you're only driving, say you're only driving 8,000 miles a year. I don't mean to are you driving 90,000. Sorry, go yeah, on, I, go on, Tony. I'd, I'd actually argue that. I mean, the more you drive the more experienced you become. I mean, if you're, are you telling me that an 18-year-old who's just gotten behind the wheel of a car is less likely to have an accident than a 35-year-old who's been driving for 15 years? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you could be, you could be, I mean, I'm driving 36 years and touch wood, I've never had an accident. I've an accident-free driving 36 You're probably the same. You're probably a safe driver. But it's not you that, it's the idiots, the other idiots on the road that could cause an accident. That, that's the point. When I, I do me driving, in 1977 and with the Irish Euromolta and the fellow who trained me when he put me behind the passenger seat and he said to me listen he said the first thing you need to learn when you go out driving is think that every other individual on the road is a fucking idiot that's exactly what he said to me and that's the most bit of sense I've ever got from anyone in my whole life when you go out on the road you could be a great driver you could be careful driver you could have a good car keep your car well maintained but who's to say some other idiot isn't going to cause an accident and you're going to be involved in the accident if you're not, not properly insured you're in trouble yeah, but you drive for work do you, do you drive for work, Derek? I do, yeah. I drive for work six, seven days a week. Right. Right, so you're on the road a hell of a lot. Probably, I probably do maybe six, 65 to 70,000 miles a year probably drive. Right, now let, let's say you have an 18-year-old up the road from you who's just got in his car and all he's doing is using it to buzz up to his friends, he's using it to go out. Maybe he, he doesn't even work. I mean, he just works around the corner. Now, you're doing a hell of a lot more mileage than he is. So based on your system, your insurance costs would go through the roof and he'd pay next to nothing. And if he's on the road next to you, he'd be looking at you going, you're the agent, because you're the one paying if he decides to have I get you, but, but what system do you... Okay, Tony, so, so all right, we'll, we'll, drop, we'll drop Derek's idea for a minute, but, you know, so you're saying this, this isn't going to hold water. If the, the more mileage you do, the more, the more car insurance you pay. Uh, does anybody agree with Derek's idea, 53981? What do you think of Jason, who said... He's not insured. He cannot afford the thousand euro. But if he doesn't go to work, he won't be able to pay his debts. Do you think people have been pushed by the by the by the price of petrol, by the price of levies and tax? Uh, do you, what do you think should be done? Look, I, I, to be honest with you, it's one of those questions I don't know if it's easy enough to answer. I mean, we have one car between myself and my wife, which means whenever one of us is working, the other one gets the bus. You know, it's that simple. And if it's coming to the end of the month and money isn't there, well, then we both get the bus and we leave the car in the driveway. But we can't be without the car. You know, it's, it's one of those things. We live out in the country. We need to drive to our nearest bus stop, if that makes sense. And so, I... I and what do, you, what do you think of, if, if you're caught without insurance, all really that happens, Tony, is that your car gets impounded until you can pay your insurance. Do there need to be, do there need to be jail terms for, for people who, who have no insurance? No. I, I honestly, first off, no. That's absolutely pointless. I mean, the, the jails are 
holding capacity at the moment. And I, I actually personally think that there should only be violent criminals in jail. If someone breaks into your house, if someone kills someone, if somebody hurts someone, they should be in jail. What is the point in locking up someone to, you know, if, if, that, if a person has an accident in an uninsured car and hurts somebody else, well, yeah, there should be consequences. They should be locked up. Well, people but, are saying, and we just got a text in from Lee saying people are defending him. Wouldn't be so understanding if it was your child or your family member or your car he hit. He should be put in prison. 100%. 100%. But if he gets caught at a guard at checkpoint, say, for example, without insurance, yeah. I mean, I don't know if locking somebody up in that situation is going to help matters. Do you know what I mean? But if he hurts somebody, my God, he should be locked away. You know, but there should be some punishment. I can kind of, don't get me wrong, I can kind of see, look, he has no money. But there has to be other cutbacks. Because if someone crashes into him and it's their fault, the first thing he's going to do is look for their insurance details. I know, no, I know, I know, I know. But uh, we're asking, uh, thank you very much. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Derek. Good talking no to both of you. Thanks a lot. Uh, 185022 9898 or 53981 is the text number. Um, just some of, on, on 53981, some of your messages. Martin says, My daughter was quoted 7,000 by AXA for a car valued at 600 euro. I'd not allow her to drive without insurance, but I can see why young kids do drive without it. Deirdre says, um, In relation to Jason, Jason is a total disgrace. I'm unemployed at the moment, fully insured and I'm saving €10 euro a week from my dull money to pay my insurance and tax when it is due, says Deirdre. So no understanding for Jason's plight, plight at all. Um, I'm in this, exactly the same situation as Jason. It has to be done. I'm a really careful driver. Well, it doesn't matter careful driver or not. Um, if you drive with no car insurance, the likelihood is that, that you will come a cropper. And But what I'm saying is, uh, and we will play Jason again, uh, just before the break, but I want to speak to John. Um, are people being pushed to drive without insurance? That's what Jason is making out. One, seven out of 100 drivers have no car insurance and it is, it's purposely done. It's not a mistake. It's not a slip up. They just have chosen not to get car insurance for whatever reason. And Jason is saying it was a conscious decision. Um, he was unemployed. He has a bit of work. If he can't get to work in his car, he has no job. So he said he's been careful. But I'm asking, are people being pushed to drive without car insurance? Things are so tight. Are they being pushed to drive? Or do you think they're just choosing to put lives at risk? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Before the break, John, how are you? Good evening, John. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What do you think, John? Well, John, there's no excuse whatsoever. You know, uh, that man is driving without insurance on his car. If he hits somebody or knocks someone down, that is that's the whole whole part of having insurance. It's the likes of him. It's, it's, it has us paying high insurance for air cars. Well, it puts it up levies. by about forty euro per person uh, who yeah. is driving it. it. It puts up your car insurance by about forty. Correct, euro. correct. It's a lot of money, like you know. But you know, the, the simple fact of the matter, he's saying that he needs his car to go to work and he mm. can't afford insurance. Well, John, when he's caught and he's convicted, a you have no car. B, you have no job, and C, you'll have a big fine and maybe imprisonment, and you'll have nothing whatsoever to, to live for. It's but as simple as that. John, you have to make I, sacrifices. Well, John. absolutely. But what, what I read today when I looked into this is if you're caught with no insurance, yes, your car is taken off and impounded, but, uh, and what I read on Citizens Advice is that it, they will give it back to you once you pay your insurance and, uh, and, and pay for it being impounded. Is that is that right to the best of your knowledge? That's correct, yes. 
But it can't be taken off you on the side of the road. Doesn't matter where you are, no motorway or. But uh, should there not be not. should there not be a steeper fine then if you don't pay oh, well, insurance? Well, if it's not insurance, you will get a fine. He will be brought to court. Like that's only the part of it: getting your car back, getting insured, getting your car back, or getting a tax. So you will receive a summons for driving a car on the road with no insurance or no tax, and you will be brought to court and you will be convicted. And the judge will look at the circumstances and see that the car hasn't been insured for so, for a long time, and he would be hit with a severe penalty and imprisoned. Do you? I, I don't know if anybody has been sent to prison. Now, I know that Twink, I think, was done for having no insurance and she said it was uh, it was a mistake. Well, yeah, well, that was an exceptional mistake. And she yeah. got to make a call over. That's a different kind of thing. But to, to be deliberately out on the road to drive your car without any cover whatsoever, with so many cars of cyclists out there now and pedestrians on the roads and kids playing on footpaths around now, you have to just strike one of them and everything is over, either for that individual that you're knocked down and yourself. Do you have sympathy for somebody, not driving without insurance, but do you have sympathy for people with the price of petrol, John, with the with the price of road tax, that we are really crippled? Well, you know, it's like everything else, John, we are being pushed to the limit. But you have to look at, like, what's your belt? He needs that car to go to work. That's his objective. You know, if he didn't need his car to go to work, he probably he wouldn't have a car. But he's saying he needs to survive his car to go to work. If he hasn't got a car to go to work and the car is taken off, well, then he has no job. So he's had a loser straight away. He's come to lose everything if he's caught. And, John, he will be caught because the, the police are out there in the number of cars with the, with the cameras inside him now can read the registration in your car and can tell you Who's driving that car, whether it's tax or insured? And if they come up on a negative on their system, they will pull you over and take that car off you. And you're done. All right, John, good and talking to you. Thank you very good much. Thanks a lot. That's, uh, that's if there are any guardy around. Um, he is putting his own life at risk, says Lucy. He says he has to drive for work. I'm sure if his work found out, then he may not be working for much longer. And uh, as for everyone saying they don't blame him, let's hope he doesn't have an accident with any of your family. You'd soon be on here giving out about that situation, says Lucy. Here is a little uh, here's a little listen to Jason, who we spoke to about the reason why he doesn't have car insurance. My car is my means at the moment. Like if, if I don't if I can't get out and go to work, I'm screwed. If I don't get in my car uninsured and go and, and earn my living, I'm fucked. Like I've nothing I'm working pay debt. He's working to pay debt. So do you have sympathy for him? Do you think people are now being pushed to drive without car insurance? Or are they just choosing to put lives at risk? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that. Or text me on 53981. Michael, uh, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? Uh, how are you getting on? You well? I'm good, thank you. Uh, now, thanks for getting in touch. You have driven with no insurance. I have. I completely, completely sympathise with the guy, Jason. Okay. Because... I found myself in the same position and um, I drove for nearly two years without insurance. I hated it. I felt scared driving into work but I had to. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. Like, uh, I think um, if people, I don't know, I kind of, the reason why I drove without insurance is yeah. I'm thinking all my life I've paid tax, I've paid PRSI, if I got into some kind of trouble I paid a fine. I actually got banned from driving, believe it or not, owned up to it. I didn't try and fight it, went to court, done everything, done, had the extra insurance when I got back on the road, the extortionate rate. 
Why we Why we banned from driving though? I got I I, I, I got caught drink driving. It was right. a mistake when it was a mistake when I was younger. But the point I'm trying to make is I bent. Oh, look, I done everything above board. I owned up. I went to court. I paid my fine. I paid my higher insurance level, and basically everything included means that I couldn't live my life. I mean, if you, if you think about it, people do things all the time against against the will of the government. Like, you know, people cheat and they like the don't pay tax or they, you know, benefit fraud and all this kind of stuff. And I just said to myself, all my life I've been doing the right thing, so why not? Like, And if I didn't do it, and if I didn't drive without insurance, I wouldn't be here I am now. I'm insured now, but I wouldn't have been able to live. Like, I don't know. I, I can't it. Five three nine is the text number if you want to react to what Michael is saying. I suppose, <clears throat> I, I suppose people won't have sympathy once they Wait. heard that you were banned from driving. For oh, drink yeah, that, well, driving. I understand that, but there's no Do point me lying. Like, yeah. I'm going to no, be honest. No, you're, that. no, you're being very. You are being very honest. Like, I'm not trying to like you know stir up an argument, but what I'm trying to say is my position. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get into a place where I was fully insured, abiding by the by the laws of. The government, like I, you know, like I was banned after all for two years. I didn't drive my car in them two years. And when I went back and I got my license and I went to apply for insurance, it was like ridiculously expensive and I paid it. Right. And then I just couldn't afford to live anymore. It was just too much. Everything was too much. Petrol was too much. Tax was too much. Universal social charges or wages, PRSI, blah, 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 blah. Look, you can't live. Were you nervous driving your car after being banned as well? Were you, were you nervous? Oh, oh, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, you see, people think that it's like, I had to do it, though. Like, and how, it, how it much was, what, what, was it thousands and thousands of euro to, to insure Yeah, it was like 5,000 euro or something ridiculous like that. And like, it's like, okay, everybody makes a mistake and I understand the mistake. But I just said to myself, my life can't get any better abiding by what the government says. So for once, I'm going to take a chance and not do it. Were you and ever stopped, Michael? I was stopped. And what happened? Um, I don't know. They didn't look at the front of my car. And then after that, I had to get insurance. Like, I was just too afraid to drive after that because I was literally panicking. Like, but, do, you, you know, do you think they're, 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 people are taking chances because they feel there isn't a show of Gardaí on the roads anymore? Um. Well, well, the reason why, the reason why I drove in and out of work is because I knew that there was never going to be anybody there. You know, like this, it's like a nine to five. If you drive in and out of town or whatever the case may be, the chances are you're not going to get like stopped. Like I didn't drive my car around on the weekends or anything like that because I couldn't. I wasn't I wasn't for leisure. Like you know what I mean? I couldn't like drive around with my family on the weekends, but I had to drive to work. And, and what about did you, did people you were carrying in the car? Did they know that you didn't have insurance? No. It's not, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not very good. But the, like you know, some like I just like like maybe what I was doing was completely like you know wrong, and it was completely wrong, and it was like disregard. So I'm not trying to say that well, it was right. Like yeah, yeah, no, but I know. The point. The point I'm trying to go the on. Point I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make is that you know I sympathise with people who do it because you have to. If you you can't, people can't keep living the way the Irish government wants you to live. Like, well, do you believe? I, because that's the question I asked. Do you believe people are being pushed? Of course, to, like, to do the unthinkable, because it is unthinkable to drive it, it without is. insurance. It's, absolutely, it's, it's nerve wracking. And put it this way: I've been paying a form of insurance, which is uh, PRSI, yeah, pay-related social insurance. That's yeah. what it is, isn't it? Yeah. I have to go to the dentist next week and pay a thousand euro to get my tooth fixed. Okay. And my PRSI does what? Like, where does that money go? Where, 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 where? Well, it, it used to cover. I know it used to cover a checkup and a clean. I don't think it, it's. I yeah, think but it, you know, the point I'm trying to say is, it's actually hundreds of euro you mm, pay every month out mm, of your wages. Mm, like, mm. where does all that money go? I think it's it's like an insurance scheme. If you lose, 
if you lose your job that's why you get dole after you lose your job was it a big car you were driving Michael or was it was it just a, a regular little I was just a regular little car little run around if I had enough money to buy a big car I'd have enough money for insurance <laughs> so Michael would you you can understand but you wouldn't you wouldn't recommend I'd it to anybody just, I, wouldn't, no, I, wouldn't, I would never recommend it to people but I just think even if it's not car insurance even if it's something else in this country I just think if you keep bending to the way that they want you to do things, I can, I can see like people driving without insurance. I think would be the least of the worries. The way people are being forced into doing things nowadays. Like, I, I take it you're not registered for the property tax, then, are you? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were beeping outside my job last week, so like you know, I was just like, I shut up. <laughs> no, but um, it's just it is. I don't know. I just think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on people in general on all aspects of their life, and you know, eventually something's going to give, and if. Did you ever have nightmares if, if you had driven into somebody? Um, oh, of course. Like, but like at the, at the same time, like you're never going to be driving fast in an hour of work, eh? especially if you don't have insurance. Like. So you purely used it to get in and out of work. God, I mean, yeah, of course. Like you'd have to. Like, would you say those statistics are right? That one in seven, or would you say it's even higher? I'd say it's even higher. Like, definitely. Why wouldn't it be? Would you? you know, do you think? It, would you ever take the chance again? No, I don't think so. Like, because to be honest, like since I got my car insured, I feel a lot better driving around. I can, I can use my car for, you know, and drive around and do things and all. But like, I just, I just, I just wanted to say that I sympathise one hundred percent with the guy who was on last night. So, with Jason, I just because I done it myself and it's nerve wracking and it's not nice, but it's a necessity, isn't it? All right, Michael. It at least you're honest. All right, we're getting a lot of reaction <laughs> to your call. All right, thanks. Okay, bye bye, bye bye. Five three ninety eight one is the text number eighteen fifty. 229898. Well, do you understand after Michael spoke to us, probably not after you found out that he was uh, he was banned for two years for drink driving when he was younger, but are people being pushed to drive without insurance? One in seven people on the road is in a car without insurance. Does that frighten you or do you think people are, people are being pushed to do that? 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981. Laura, how are you doing? Hi, Karen. What do you think of Michael's story? But I I have sympathy for him simply because he's been honest and he's saying, I held my hands up, I did wrong, I couldn't afford, I don't condone him driving for two years, but he's saying that he felt bad, he couldn't drive around, he knew what he was doing was wrong and his conscience was pricking at him. I feel sorry for him that he had to do that. He shouldn't have done it, but I do feel sorry for him. But as for your man Jason... There is ways and means around paying such high insurance. One, look at the car you're driving. Downgrade the engine size. That reduces premium. But just how, before we go, do you have more sympathy for Michael than you do for Jason. Yeah. Jason, Jason, Jason was never done for, for drink driving. Michael was. That is the reason that his insurance was so high. He was done and banned. For- but he held his hands up. He took his punishment. He, he has done... He didn't do right by not paying his insurance, but he held his hands up. There is many a person out there who's been done for drink driving who still drives. I've been witness to I don't know how many accidents, and the guards have turned around and told me, oh, the guy who hit whoever it was is uninsured. He's actually banned from driving. They could, the guards can do sweet SA to these people. The guards are tearing their hair out. They know these people are on the road. And the courts are just letting them walk. I, I just, I would have more sympathy with Jason last night because he seems like a straight fella. He fell on hard times. Michael's hard times were of his own doing because he got in behind a wheel. Don, I was unemployed for well over a year. Yeah. I never didn't pay my insurance. Mm. I never didn't pay my car tax. 
I always made sure everything that needs to be paid was paid. There is no excuse. You pay your car, your car insurance. Because if you hit someone, God forbid you hit someone and they're, they're injured. Whether they be walking on a bike, you hit another car, you are screwed for the rest of your life with debt to pay their medical bills. Absolutely. Now, car insurance, as you know, Laura, has gone up for women. It's gone through the roof and it's a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, the same. I suppose it's, it's a no-brainer that if you if you charge through the roof, people are going to dodge. People but will dodge. There is ways around it. You don't drive the big engine-sized cars. You drive a smaller engine size. There's also uh, programs out there for young drivers, whereby insurance companies will set speed limiters to your car, mm. so you can't go over a certain speed. It monitors your driving. You get um, reduced premiums for that. There is ways and means around the high insurance. I know, I actually know someone personally who actually got out of a fine with the guards because he claimed he was speeding and he could actually prove he wasn't due to, sorry, due to a speed limiter. Right, right. He could actually, he rang the insurance company, they handed the guards the details, showed that he actually was under the speed limit and he, the guards had to apologise to him. So he actually so won. God, I'm surprised he won that one. Oh, no, one, no problem. He was actually in the paper and everything about it. But the other thing is, just to make people aware, there's a new law actually been passed okay. that if parents uh, get insurance out in their name mm. and put their kids on as a second driver or a third driver, whatever it is, and their kid is found to be the primary user of the car, yeah, it's called flunking, and your insurance can be voided and you lose all your money. Good Lord. So it's uh, uh, just, I got my insurance quote in the other day. So if, you, if, you're, if, you, if your folks do it and they put you on as a name driver or, and, yeah. and it's found that your kids are driving more than you, then you, you're being dishonest. Basically. You're being dishonest. Wow. And wow. Yeah, it's, it actually explains it all in the insurance quote. I read it and I was like, oh my God. I, no, I've never, ha- I've always had insurance in my own right. But I know people who have had their parents take out the insurance and they've been the part, the kid has been the primary uh, driver of the car. And on, on, well, look, in, uh, insurance companies always read the small print with any kind of insurance. Oh, but no, this is actually a new law that's been passed. It's a Europe-wide thing, right? That it's called fronting, and it will void your policy. What do you think, Laura? Just before I let you go, and you've made some very interesting points. Um, is the price of petrol and the price of um, you know, tax and the cost of insurance with everything else, is it just sending people over the edge? It is sending people over the edge, but there is ways to reduce the cost. Now, you can't with car tax. Car tax is car tax. But you're right. Well, the engine size of your car dictates car tax. There's a, if you go down an engine size or two, reduce car tax. Reduce insurance. You're saving money there. Petrol is ridiculous. I don't know how to get around that other than finding a cheap uh, petrol place. Oh, there you go. All right, listen, Laura, good points. Thank you for talking to me. No problem. Thanks a lot. Thank okay. you. And now we thank you. We opened up the show with Jason. Then we moved on to Michael, who have both driven cars. Jason said Jason said it was a conscious decision. Um, he drove. He's driven since last March without car insurance. He's unemployed. He has a bit of trade work, and if he can't get. Um, if he can't get to his job then he has no job so he's not paying insurance Michael then came on and said he drove without car insurance for two years because when he was younger he was done for drink driving was banned 
from driving for two years and when he got insured, when he got a quote for insurance again, it was in the thousands. So he made a choice to drive without insurance. But I'm asking today, are people being pushed to drive without insurance? One in seven is choosing not to take out car insurance and it is completely illegal to do so. But do you think people are being pushed to drive without insurance? Do you understand them? Or do you think they're absolutely disgraceful? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Sandra, how are you? Not too bad, John. Um, did you hear Michael? I did, indeed. What do you think? Well, first of all, you know, the fact that he was done for drink driving when he was younger, I said, you know, like he was honest and he was upfront about it, and that's fine. But you know, my point simply is that if you can't afford the insurance, you shouldn't have the car. And to say that you need a car for work is ridiculous because there are ways and means of getting to work. I rang in because my car has been hit twice in the space of maybe two and a half months. Really? Both times, neither of them were my fault. On the first occasion, my car was parked. It wasn't even in the car. And it was hit by somebody avoiding a cyclist. Oh, uh, on the second occasion, somebody ploughed out of a side road right into me while I was driving on the main road. Right. Now, okay. on both those occasions, my car was damaged and cost thousands of euros to fix. Okay. Both the people who caused the accidents admitted liability, which was fine. They both were insured and their insurance companies paid up. But my point is, I need, you know, I need to work more than I need a car. Mm. But, I, you know, I can't afford, if they weren't insured, I can't afford to pay for those repairs. I don't have a couple of thousand lying around, around to yeah, yeah. pay for those insured. And if I claim off my own insurance, then my insurance premium goes up through no fault of my own. So my point is simply this. If you can't afford the insurance, you shouldn't have the car. I was told when I bought my first car 30 years ago, it's like a money box. You will do nothing but put money into it. You'll get very little back. And that is the truest thing that was ever said to me. And I stand by that. It's a money box and it's not it's not um, something that you should endeavour into. If you can't afford it, if you can't afford the tax, if you can't afford the insurance, don't have a car. Even, and I know I know you're saying, and you're being very adamant about it, even people perhaps who have to get kids to, to a school. Now, I know it's dangerous taking kids to a school, you know, if, if you're not insured. Well, but like, would you, you know, like, uh, well, if they're willing to put, they may as well down a bottle of vodka and, you know, take their kids. Like, they're putting their, car, their kids in a car that isn't insured. Sure, they, they're just putting their children's lives at risk. Mm. Are you, that's, are, not, that's not responsible. No, well, of course it's not. Are you surprised? Um, are you surprised at the amount of people who are actually doing it, Sandra? I can't say I'm surprised. I, but, but I can't condone it. I, you know, there is no way, you know, that I can condone it. It doesn't matter. Like we all have PRSI to pay. We all have income tax. We all have property tax. We all have um, US whatever. We all have to pay that. And we've all been hit hard. So we have. But the fact of the matter is to say, like, you know, my, my wages pays my mortgage. And that's basically it. If I have to come out of work, I don't get paid when I'm out of work. 
I don't get paid my mortgage. So if somebody hits my car and I can't work, I can't get to work, then I lose my house because somebody didn't pay their car insurance. Yeah, so it, it is a big vicious. You know, and you're, not, you're also paying 40 euro extra uh, on your insurance, Sandra. Listen, um, I, hope you're, I hope your car is up and running again. Good talking to you. Okay, no problem, John. Thanks a lot. Thank you very okay, much. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 53981. Are people being pushed to drive without insurance? One in seven um, are not are not paying for car insurance. They're driving without insurance. And we've spoken to two of them uh, here on the show. Shane, uh, you're on 98 FM. You're welcome. How are you doing? Not too bad, John. Yourself? Good, thank you. Uh, what do you think? Um, well, basically, I, I work in insurance. Okay, very good. like, I... I have to pay my insurance, I have to pay for my tax, I have to pay for my car, I pay tax on my wages, PRSI, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, like, my insurance premium each year is about €700. Euro. Okay. I drive a 1.6 litre diesel car. Yeah. Um, I have to pay my insurance in full. I have to pay my tax. Now, like, I do... I don't, I don't necessarily have sympathy for, for Michael. Like, he, he had to make a decision and he did it and he did wrong basically like but he um put his hands up and admitted it. But people like Michael and like Jason it's Jason was the guy that was on last night, was it? That's right, Jason was on, yeah. yeah Jason kinda of set the ball rolling on this one, yeah. Yeah, like they're basically like all of us that pay insurance were contributing to pool for uninsured drivers as well. So if we get hit by an uninsured driver that money comes out of that pool. What so. e- what exactly happens, Shane, if you know uh, about this? So, if I, God forbid, but if I'm going home and an uninsured driver ploughs into me, mm. um, now I know there is the uh, the bureau, isn't it? The Motor Insurance Bureau of Ireland. That that's exactly, where that's yeah. where the fund goes into. But wh- where do I stand, or what what what's the course of action? What happens? Like I'm not, I don't deal with claims myself. Yeah. Um, but. As far as I'm aware, you advise your insurance company of it. Um, you let them know that you've been involved in an accident hit by an uninsured driver. Whether they drive off, they more than likely are going to drive off if they if they don't have an insurance. But um, I'm not too sure if the money comes out of that pool um, or if it you takes make forever. a claim against your own insurance yeah. for like accidental damage or damage from an uninsured driver but um, like it's it's a pain in the arse when, when people like people that, that are driving around with insurance basically you shouldn't have a car if you can't afford to keep the car running like, do, do you think what what about the the fact that and I know it was a European court ruling but the fact that uh, young drivers both male and female have to be charged the same now but uh, you know, male drivers have been. They, it was it was deemed as being unfair because they were judged on their gender. So instead yeah. of male insurance coming down, female insurance has gone up. Surely that's not fair. It's like females' insurance. They're not. They're they're being brought to a par with men, and it's mainly affecting kind of younger drivers. It can affect people in the older age brackets, like thirty plus. Yeah. But like I've seen a lot of insurance premium skyrocket for both males and females. So females' insurance premiums are going up, but males tend to be going up as well at the same time. What do you think should happen, Shane, if somebody is caught without car insurance? Yeah. Um, Banned, basically, for a few years and then have a loading put on their policy if they want to get insurance again. 
like if you're going to if you're going to be driving around without insurance, like why why wouldn't you just pay the the five hundred euro now rather than paying five thousand euro three years down the line? Well, it, like it doesn't make sense. Okay, listen, Shane. Good talking to you. No problem. Thanks, Thanks a million. Lot. Thank you. Five three nine eight. One of the stages. The text number. Are people being pushed to drive without car insurance? Um, because of the costs, uh, we've spoken to two people tonight, Jason and Michael, who both drive without car insurance. Are you shocked at that? 53981. Paul, how are you doing? How's it going? Um, what's your story, Paul? Well, I was involved in an accident there in the uh, early 90s and a non-insured, uh, non-tax driver. He was only out of Mount Joy for the weekend. Oh, God. And uh, the fact that uh, I feel that he had no tax or insurance there was definitely no way he was stopping after hitting, you know, me. And then after that, he went up the road and hit someone else. So there's no way he was stopping for anything, the fact that he had no insurance. If he had insurance and all that, who's to say it would have happened that night, you know what I mean? So he, he, he possibly stopped. He, he hit you. Were you in a car at the time or were you on foot? Uh, I was a pillion passenger on a, on a bike. And I was on a motorbike. You were on a motorbike. Were you very badly injured? Uh, well, I, I lost my leg. No. Yeah, yeah. And that man uh, was 27. He'd be 41 when he's back driving on the road to this country. Like, for me, the jail sentence, it didn't matter. The fact that that man was allowed to get in behind the wheel of a car after ruining my life, my mate's life, and another carload of people which he hit after... Um, Hit us, he kept going and hit them again then. And when, uh, when, so, what, what was your, you were a, a, a pillion passenger, was yeah. your, was the person who was on the bike, were they, were they badly injured as well? Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good Lord. Yeah, Wait, like this you, lad got go home and was made uh, on the bus for Monday morning to bring him back to Mount Jai, you know, so who'd look for a lad that did something there, you know what I mean? And uh, what would you say to people who drive without insurance? Because, and this is something we haven't even brought up, Paul. Obviously, I can, un- sorry, I can, under- I can understand uh, how hard times are now and why people do it and risk it. And it's genuine people that's doing it. It's not tow rags or this or that. It's genuine people with mortgages stretching them to the hilt and all that and take a risk. But the problem is they don't see the outcome of, and no one, it's like the old drink scenario, oh, I won't knock anyone down. No one sets out to do it. But if they do hit someone and no insurance, what way does that leave that person they've hit? Do you know what I mean? So They're, what was you know, the situation with you, Paul? I mean, obviously you you well, spent a lot of time in, in hospital and rehabilitation and the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, uh, just... Uh, turned life upside down um, and then within uh, what was it, a year and a half he was back out living his and uh, I was still in hospital, you know what I mean? I spent more time in hospital than he did behind bars. Unbelievable and I mean, you know, he, he must have I, I have no idea but I, I would imagine he must have hit you with some force to do that kind of damage. Yeah, yeah, but um, what was it? I think it's the fact of the no one tax and insurance that it leaves the option of stopping out of the question for them, do you know what I mean? Mm. As in, I'm already, do you know what I mean? Like, like if you ask that guy there that was driving around for two years... Uh, it's a long you know I mean? time. Because, I mean, people seem to have more know, sympathy with saying. him. So, how many times did he get stopped during the two years? He obviously didn't get stopped fucking once. He said he so got stopped once, it, once, but it, he said your man never looked. He blagged his way through it, yeah. yeah. He blagged his way through it, but in saying that, 
if you were banned for two years but needed to work and uh, feed your wife and child and bring in money to the house, you know what I mean, and, uh, you know what I mean, you're already banned, what's the worst they can do to you? Do you know what I mean? Well, you Bang you for life. Well, so, you see, yeah, th- this is it. There doesn't so seem... What? two years stopped once. That's a good ratio for him to take the odds on driving. So well, how that, he got it. two years' wages that he wouldn't have got if he obeyed the law. Yeah, this is it. Do you how, know what I mean? How, like, so... How is your life now, Paul? There. How is your life now? Uh, it's still affected, without a doubt, with it. Um, it'll always be that way. I'll never know what other roads I would have went yeah. that he has now changed for me. What age you were you at the mean? time, Paul? Uh, I was in my uh, early teens. Right. Oh, man. Uh, early teens, and I'm uh, just going into my late 40s now, so, you know what I mean? So that changed my life, but only for a year and a half for him, you know what I mean? But uh, at the same time, as I said, it's it's getting to the state now where uh, the insurance companies need to start uh making it nearly mandatory that way with these tests you know which are on about the speedometer and all that yes. that'll help people out massively with insurance money then because it was a joke you know what I mean but I think we're only getting a shock to it now because we're not driving around in BMWs and Jeeps and four and five cars outside the house Absolutely. insurance money didn't matter to us before because mm. it was insignificant now it really does matter really, absolutely. the bread on the table matters more Listen, Paul, but thank you. Thank you for uh, thanks for talking to me and thanks for telling me your story. No worries, John. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Look after yourself. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. So there's the other side of it, uh, more hit and run drivers. Tom, you're on ninety eight FM. How are you? Not too bad. Now you heard Paul's story. Um yeah. what happened to you? Well I'll tell you what happened to me. I was going home at two o'clock one day in the middle of the day, and I met a little uh, truck coming down the back road of Sagar and he, he couldn't stop the truck. He was completely out of control, and she was coming sideways. So I pulled up in the ditch, and he just wrote me off. And I was driving a big car, and he pushed me into electricity pole. Oh, good Lord. Right. Now, it all boiled down. He was totally in the wrong. There was a couple of people there was behind me driving. They'd seen what happened. Mm. He, his truck actually went backwards after striking me with the cab, turned it was coming sideways. He turned and he went backwards. He jumped out of the truck and he ran away. Now, he was he had uh, one of these garage plates in the truck. Okay. Now, so the the builders now came out of the yard to see if they could help me and opened up the door of the car to try and get me out. And the scene what happened as well. Now, that particular man came back in a taxi and he tried to rob the garage plate out of the pickup Nona for the guards caught him, and the, uh, another man that was there as a witness behind me also seen what he was doing and stopped him. So it wound up anyways, it went to court. He went to court. He was done for having no insurance or whatever. Okay. Because there was no insurance on his car. But he arrived in court that he could have insurance, and he produced a certificate that he could drive that truck and that pickup if you know what I mean. The judge asked him, I still have a copy of that uh, thing that he produced in court. Yeah. That he could drive the truck under, it was his uh, nephew's truck or his uncle's truck or whatever. Right. So, so technically he, he was saying it. he could. So, but he, so he could drive it. So when it went to taking money out to fix my car and my injuries, he had no insurance according to the 
uh, insurance proof that he wasn't insured with them at all. But yet in court, it passed him for getting away with having no insurance. What, you know what do you think should be done to people like uh, Paul? I well, mean, Paul well, lost why, his leg. Why, why did the law not research into it? Now, he's either insured or he's not insured. Have you ever so got that, payment for this? Never. Never yet. And that's 2007. And I was never, ever fixed up for that car. And, Joan, it cost 22000 for me car. Why do you think people are choosing, literally one in seven people are choosing not to not to buy car insurance or not to pay for insurance? I mean, it is, it is, it's illegal not to do it. It's, it's against the law not to have insurance. But you're, that, like, there's cameras on the road and there's toll bridges and everything. And the law must know when these lads are going through that they're not insured and they're not properly insured. But the vehicle is insured probably by someone else, but they're not insured to drive it when it comes to a court case if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Listen, Tom, um, uh, people are saying your own insurance will claim from the Motor Insurance Bureau in case of an accident involving an uninsured driver. Well, well, I wound up having to, I wound up having to put, put going to debt again because I couldn't okay. drive the car with £20,000 of the damages and carry for public liability. And I had to add another 10000 to the damages take out a new car. So it's a lose-lose. All right, listen, Tom, uh, thank you. And th- thank you for telling me your story. Thanks a lot. Um, uh, thank you. Okay. You've been listening to a 98FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.